0: Hey guys, I'm back Doing like I said earlier in my other podcast I said I'm doing a back-to-back-to-back to back to back. So I spoke about Hobbs and Shaw If you're going to check out that movie You can listen to my um, audio podcast on that review And if you like The Flash I spoke about briefly about Flash season 4 and 5 So if you like that, please take a listen on that uh, This time I'm talking about Krypton uh, Krypton the TV show uh, from sci-fi so um yeah let's get into it so after watching the first season of krypton krypton i don't want to sound like marlon brando just there sorry about that krypton krypton (laughs) um the first season showed me a lot like there was different sides of krypton that i had never seen before because i never really bought those comics when i was younger or coming up um I have a few Superman comics, but I always love that character, Superman, because he the house of l is at s yes, but it's his is sigil and it's it's for the house of l, which just gives hope when all else is down and darkest and gritty and there's no way out there's always hope, hope for a better day, hope for a better tomorrow and and that's what I get from Krypton uh the t v show Especially going back that far, um, you know, with Segel and meeting his grandfather Valel, and seeing members of the House of Zod, as in Jaina Zod, Laita Zod, who Segel is in love with, and um, there's Nissa Vex and her father Daron Vex. So uh, all these houses, and they have different guilds. Uh, such as the science guilds the military guild Um, and then there is the outlands which is beyond candor city which is has a protective dome over it um which is where most everybody lives unless you're like an outcast and you just end up in the outlands or the desert part of krypton um this is a much more detailed vaster um Display of of a visual experience that I get from Krypton. Um, This, besides what I saw in Man of Steel, which was really next level stuff, but this this puts it in a whole different perspective for me because I get to, along with other millions of viewers who are fans of Superman and and the show, like I am, and I'm one of them. um, It showed me a whole different side of Krypton, Uh, different houses, different guilds, what they mean, what they represent. You see Rao, you know, which is a, four, a, um, a Kryptonian who is, uh, has four uh, faces on his uh, helmet he wears. And he tells Kryptonians how to live, what to do, how to serve Rao. And, and, and he pretty much dictates, I guess, spiritually how they're supposed to be as a people. Um, so the first season for me was really exceptional. And I'm trying to remember the best I can. Um, the villain was exceptional. I'll say that. Um, because it was Brainiac. and Not Brainiac 5 from the Legion of Superheroes, who is a good guy. But Brainiac, the one you see in all the Superman animated... The, the villain from the Superman animated series. The Justice League movies, all that. That's the Brainiac. And Blake Ritson, I think is his uh, the actor's name. He does an exceptional job. And I'm going to use that word exceptional because... This is excellence of execution because the casting is remarkable. They're all British. They're all from London or England or in the UK somewhere. And that's awesome. Love the accent. And then um, just the history of Krypton from the comics and bringing that adaption and adapting it to the small screen, which is really remarkable in itself because I've never seen it. And I am thoroughly enjoying it, this experience for the last, what, two seasons now, um, which consists of 10 episodes each. So if you do get a chance or if you want to check it out, please check it out. Um, a co-worker of mine is, is going to check it out hopefully this weekend. Um, and uh, I suggested it to him. Um, I suggest I suggested it to another coworker or and a good friend, but he said uh, Superman is too boring and uh, I don't like him. And I go, but it's done, there's no Superman in this. But anyways, uh, to each his own. Um, I don't force anybody to do anything. Just like I don't appreciate anyone forcing me to do something that I don't want to do. So that being said, let's continue back into Krypton. So Krypton, the TV show, is. Uh, Brainiac is the big bad, and he wants to just what he does conquer worlds wipe them off the face of the planet or di- wipe their planet off the face of the existence and He takes what he believes is like he bottles them. He shrinks them down and bottles them and uh, That's what he wanted to do with Kandor, but Segal was smart enough with Nyssa and and Lyta and Jaina Um to stop him from doing that at least they thought until season two but we'll get into that um but yeah it's brilliantly done well shot and it like i said it encompasses everything that i love about superman like the history and all that because and adam strange is in it in the first season and he actually goes back goes back in time to krypton when segal existed because superman asked him to because um, his his cape was dissolving, so it was kind of like a Back to the Future element in it, which is really cool, and um, yeah, and then they introduced General Zod, and for the first time, I knew I find out that he has a first name, Drew i uh, Drew. So his name is General Drew Zod, and he is the son of Light Zod and Segel, and then. Seg L and Nyssa when they were um not binded together, but he took her as his wife because Darren that was the only way he would get um get away from being a rankless um citizen of Krypton. So he binded them together and then in uh in in what was cool because they had the codex um um codex uh, facility where all the babies that were produced manufactured basically because nothing is done biologically anymore on Krypton it's all manufactured so these are children who who come from families who could afford to do that like the vexes and the ls and all these high level you know people with money so basically uh, their representative would be our world uh, of rich people who can amass anything and do what they want so that's where these people come from and the clones they would clone their children because we find out that Nisa Vex is a clone of her original self because she died with her mother and based on the parts that were or the pieces that were left behind he was able to clone his daughter so she didn't know that so it's and then so it's very interesting. So if you, if please, if you're not a fan of Superman, please check out Krypton anyway because it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, now season two, season two now um, introduced Lobo as a villain. There's General Zod as a villain. Um, there's Brainiac who's back as a villain, and um, then there is who else is a villain? General Zod. Oh, the Black Mercy is in it. It was introduced. Um, because he has, It's weird because General Zod obviously wants to conquer the universe uh, planet by planet So he's no better than Brainiac He's just a Kryptonian And Doomsday, Doomsday is the other big bad And he's being controlled because there's a codex weapon that General Zod used on him to stop him Because he's a Kryptonian who um, sacrificed his life to become this monster of a destructive force to protect Krypton so General Zod wants to control him and use him and manipulate him in ways that he wants to conquer the world In in the, in the galaxy in the known universe And Lobo is cool to see because he could actually regenerate as long as there's a piece of him that's still alive He it, it it will regenerate his entire body So even if he blows his head off which he did in season two He's still alive because his arm Grew back, you know, and he regenerated that was really awesome to see um, Brainiac uh, inhabited uh, Segel's body, controlled his brain. They got Brainiac most of him out, but a little fraction of him was left in in Sam Se- in Segel's brain, and he was controlling him throughout most of the season until they got him out in a nanite. the the, the Brainiac nanites were in his body. went back to the forces of solitude with Nyssa, and. And this is just eight episodes I'm talking about. I know the season's not done yet, but there's eight episodes. I'm going to talk about that really briefly. Um, And this is enjoyable because it's so much fun to watch. Um, Because I'm I'm probably a bigger Superman fan now by watching Krypton than I was before. Um, The other thing is, like I said, the Black Mercy was introduced. Um, You find out that General Zod, after Lyta lost seg to the phantom zone in the season finale of season one Um, She lost she shot her mother. So there's a lot of guilt a lot of guilt uh, That is racking her right now, and he used the black mercy which he found in the forces of solitude and kept her under wraps like that and You know, that's just disturbing on so many levels. The other thing is the the black mercy he's using the toxins from the black mercy to control Doomsday because Doomsday you find a lot of backstory on him. He was married. He was a Kryptonian he gave his life to become this monster to defend Krypton and lot of strong history and once again, this comes down to hope family. It's like watching um, The flash but on another planet. It's alien, right? It's an alien story, which is really cool still um, and that being said You know, um, Adam Strange, Kem is still alive because everybody that was rankless was converted to abide by General Zod's way of life, way of thinking, or you die. So a lot of people from season one that we saw, like Kem, like Rika, they got their brain um, reconstructed. And if it wasn't because if it wasn't for Brainiac being in Seg's head, they would have done the same to him. But because Brainiac was in it, he didn't get come reconstructed, which no one has ever survived until then. So that was really cool to watch. Brainiac, although he's a villain, he does help you. And then when he has no further need of you, he discards of you. And another big thing um, is that in episode seven, well. Yeah, because Cor Vex, which is their son, um, that Nissa and Nissa and Seg's son is Hor Vex. but because ve- um, the Vex name is tainted, as Nissa said, she the, the Vex line will end with her, so she wanted to change his name to El and House of El, which he did, except that because it's his son, and and then the hologram of the actor who plays. Um, Val L, he said, call him after my grandfather. Right, my ancestor, who is Jor El, and that was his name. So Jor El is it, and he was already there because from season one, because like I said, he was there in the codex, um, in the codex room, right, where all the babies were, all the clones, and all that stuff. So, um, Jack Sir is another, I she did what she had to do but you could consider her a villain but she did what she had to do to survive because they were at war and usually I would come down on a character like that but I'm not because I'm trying to mature and and see from another perspective who these people are and what they want to do to um, survive and that's all she was trying to do so she may look like a villain but she wasn't Um, so that's that's my best of my ability as i could talk about the first two seasons of krypton and like i said um season one is over from over a year ago but season two has eight episodes and yeah and just have to see the last two episodes of season two of krypton and that'll be it because it's 10 episodes like i said for season one and two so that's my recap of what i've seen so far in the first uh first eight episodes of season two and all of season one so, thanks guys for listening. Um, I hope this isn't too long for you to listen to, but hopefully it was interesting enough for you to listen to the end. I appreciate all your time and investment and your love that you've shown me for the total plays that you've given me. Because um, I wouldn't be anywhere without you guys. Thanks guys. I love you all. Have a great weekend. Um, later.